Okay, we have a pickle this week that's especially dedicated to Tisha B'Av, the uh, fast day that is coming up this coming Sunday, being that it's uh, one of the very important fast days of the year. The day Tisha B'Av, the ninth of the month of Av, is the day that both temples were destroyed. First temple by the Babylonians, second by, by the Romans. Many hundreds of years apart, but on exactly the same Hebrew date, the ninth of Av, both temples were destroyed as well as other calamities throughout the history of the Jewish people, including uh, the beginning of the uh, Spanish expulsion, the expulsion of the Jews from Spain, the liquidation of the um, Warsaw Ghetto uh, during the Second World War, uh, and the beginning of the First World War was also on Tisha B'Av. So many tragedies happened on this day. It's a day of fasting. And uh, one of the more serious fast days on our calendar. So what happens if you forgot? What happens if on Tisha B'Av, you forgot momentarily that it was Tisha B'Av, uh, and you, you ate something? So, for example, you woke up early in the morning or middle of the night and just absentmindedly you Sorry, had, you had some more. Exactly. Sorry? Planning on forgetting on Saturday night. <laughs> You're planning Saturday. on doing this. So, so you better listen carefully then. Um, that, um, or you, you know, you wake up in the morning, you, you make a coffee absentmindedly and you have your coffee. So, okay, obviously you're not supposed to do that. It happened. So now do you continue fasting or have you broken the fast? So the fast is finished. You, you didn't make this one. You'll have to wait for next time. What happens there? So the answer to that is you do continue fasting. Unfortunately, the, the fact that you had a lapse does not excuse you from the rest of the day. And that's because the fast is not just about fasting for the day of Tisha B'Av, for the entire day, which indeed it is. But it is that every moment of the day of Tisha B'Av is a day of tragedy, of, of reflection and introspection. And a part of that is the fast. And so every moment there's a new mitzvah to fast, to continue fasting. So even if you broke... At one stage, you still would continue fasting. But here's a tricky pickle. What happens if you forgot it was Tisha B'Av, you made your coffee, you made a bracha on your coffee, the blessing, the blessing on, on having a drink, and then before having a sip of the drink, you suddenly realized it's Tisha B'Av today. It's a fast day. I can't drink this. What do you do now? This is a bigger pickle because you've now got conflicting laws. On the one hand, it's a fast day. You're not allowed to drink on a fast day. So to take a drink would be transgressing the fast. On the other hand, there's another law that says that you're not allowed to make what's called a bracha levatala, a wasted blessing. You're not allowed to make a blessing over food and not eat that food. By not eating the food, the blessing was said in vain. You said God's name in vain. It was a wasted blessing. You're not allowed to do that. In normal circumstances, on a normal day, not a fast day, if you make a blessing over food, you have to eat it. You can't change your mind after making the blessing and say, oh, I actually don't want this. You made a bracha, you made a blessing, you said Hashem's name, you have to eat now, even if you don't want to eat it anymore. Uh, but now it's a fast day, and you made a bracha on your cup of coffee or your cup of water, you've made the blessing, and after making the blessing, you're rem rem reminded that it is a fast day, I can't drink today. But I made a bracha, so I have to drink. Rabbi, are they both Tirabonin? Okay, uh, great. They... great question. That's the first thing we're going to need to deal with. The two 
prohibitions, not eating on a fast day, not making a blessing in vain, are they equal? Are they equal prohibitions? This is the first question we need to ask. So, there are differing opinions on this. As far as the fast day, when it comes to Tishabav, Tishabav is not a Torah prohibition. It's not a, to- a Torah prohibition to eat on Tishabav. Tishabav is not mentioned in the Torah. It is a rabbinical prohibition. Or more accurately, it's from the prophets. It's in Tanakh. It's mentioned Tishabav, the fast, the fast of Tishabav. And so, therefore, it's not a Torah prohibition. It's called what's called Divrei Kabbalah. It's the received tradition. And therefore, it does not have the same level as a Torah prohibition. Even though it's, that itself is debated, there are some opinions who do say that, that the fast days do have a, a, a Torah element to it, um, because God did give us a commandment to commemorate these days. The Torah t- tells us to commemorate these, these special days. The specifics of the fast, however, are certainly not from the Torah. Tisha B'Av happened after the Torah was written. And so therefore, it is considered a rabbinical as opposed to a Torah prohibition. That's the fast, eating on a fast day. What about the bracha levatala, making a blessing in vain? What level of prohibition is that? This is also debated. Uh, The source that's given by our sages for the prohibition of saying God's name in vain, a bracha levatala, is from the Ten Commandments. Do not take my name in vain. It's one of the Ten Commandments. That's as Torah prohibition as you can get. Uh, One of the big ten. And indeed, the Rambam, Maimonides, lists this prohibition as a Torah prohibition. Saying a bracha, saying Hashem's name with a, with a bracha in vain, is transgressing the Ten Commandments, a Torah prohibition. And therefore, it's pretty serious. And according to that understanding, the Rambam's understanding, you've got a Torah prohibition of saying God's name in vain. You've got a rabbinical prohibition of eating on the fast day of Tisha B'Av. A Torah prohibition is more serious than a rabbinical prohibition when they clash. Even though we look at them equally, we we keep them equally. However, when there's a clash between a rabbinical and a Torah prohibition, the Torah one trumps the rabbinical, and therefore it would be worse to make a blessing in vain than it would be to drink on Tisha B'Av. And so according to that logic, one should have a sip of the water or the, or the, the coffee. Having a small amount, not a f- mouthful, would also perhaps be considered not completely breaking the fast. Um, it, it's, you're not allowed to do such a thing, but having small amounts means that you haven't totally thrown the fast out. You can still consider a fasting person, You're still, even if you had that small amount. And therefore, that's what you should do, according to some opinions. And indeed, this is codified in Jewish law. Some opinions say... You've got a Torah prohibition of making a blessing in vain, a rabbinical prohibition of breaking the fast. You should rather break the rabbinical rather than the Torah prohibition. However, that was Rambam, Maimonides. The majority, overwhelming majority of other opinions are not in agreement with the Rambam that a blessing in vain is a Torah prohibition. Most of them say that even though we quote the verse from the Ten Commandments, do not take my name in vain, as the source of not making a blessing in vain. However, they say that is what's called an asmachta. We, we utilize that as a source, but it's not the actual source. It's not a Torah prohibition. The rabbis who made the laws of blessings, they hung their prohibition on a verse, but the verse is not the actual source of it. It's a rabbinical prohibition. And so most opinions agree that a bracha levatala, a blessing in vain, is rabbinical of nature. And therefore, 
making a blessing in vain, not drinking after you've made the blessing, is a rabbinical infraction, as is the fasting, breaking the fast. It's also rabbinical, they're on equal equal plane, but technically not, because the fast day is a little bit higher than a rabbinical prohibition. It is found in the Nach, in, in, the, in the, the Hebrew Bible. It's a part of Tanakh. That, and so therefore, it's not just a rabbinical thing, it's a, it's a prophetic prohibition. It's not as serious as a Torah prohibition, but it is more serious than a rabbinical prohibition. And therefore, according to that, one should not drink from the cup, even after making the blessing. You should, do, you should say the words, Baruch Shem Kavod Malchus Blessed be the glory of Hashem's name forever and ever, which is general instruction when you make a blessing that was incorrect, you should, say the, you should say this praise of God, blessed be the name of God forever and ever, indicating that I, I, I'm trying not to disrespect God, I'm trying to bless Him, and it was a mistake, and then not drink, not break the fast. This argument is bolstered by a further comparison. If you think carefully into it, you've got a choice here. You've made a bracha, and you didn't drink. You've realized now that it is a fast day. When you made the bracha, you forgot it was a fast day. Now you realize it is a fast day. So, if you do drink because you say, I don't want to make a bracha lavatala, a blessing in vain, by drinking, you are intentionally breaking the fast. Until now, all you did was a blessing in vain, but by mistake. You forgot that you can't drink, and so therefore when you made the blessing innocently, you thought you were doing the right thing by thanking God for this drink, you innocently made a mistake. But if you continue now to drink, so then you're intentionally breaking the fast. Yes, you're doing it in order to not make a blessing in vain. But as far as the fast is concerned, you are doing an intentional premeditated sin of breaking the fast. So leave it, rather leave it as an accidental blessing in vain. Rather, rather do that than make it into an intentional breaking of the fast and saving the blessing in vain. Uh, an accidental sin that you did unintentionally is far less serious than an intentional sin that you know what you're doing. So that's another argument to say, don't drink from it. And a, another, a further argument is, there's a principle in halacha that in, in, in Hebrew is shev valtase adif, which means it's always better to not do than to do. Meaning that you can't, can't use this saying all the time. It's always better not to do than to do. Like, for example, when you're sitting on the couch. It, this is very specific. What it means is that a prohibition, a, an infraction that was committed by omission, by non-doing, by being passive, is less serious than a prohibition that is committed by an active doing. So here, in our case, you made a blessing thinking that, that forgot, forgetting that it was a fast day. You were about to take a drink. You've now realized that it's a fast day. You've got a choice. Take a drink, so it's not a brachal of a tola, or, and, but, you, but you're breaking the fast. Or, do not drink. You've made a brachal of a tola now, a wasted blessing, but, you, but you've continued to fast. There's a choice here between non-doing and doing. The non-doing is a prohibition. The doing is a prohibition. However, when you have a choice between those two, a non-doing prohibition is better than a doing prohibition. It's better something that by, by not drinking, I've made it into brachal of atala, a wasted blessing. But by drinking, I'm actively breaking the fast. And it's far better to 
inactively do a, a transgression than actively do one. So therefore, for all of these reasons, the halacha would really go, certainly for, for, for majority of people, not like the Rambam. There are Sephardi halachic authorities, including Rabbi uh, Ovadia Yosef, who Paskins, he decides like the Rambam, like Maimonides said, it's a Torah prohibition to make a brach of a tola, and therefore you should take a little, little sip of the, of the, of the coffee or the water in order to, to not have a Torah prohibition of brach of a tola. Rabbi Vayar Yosef does say that. However, many other Sephardi deciders of halacha disagree with him, and certainly all Ashkenazi deciders of halacha disagree with that idea. The majority would say that if in such a circumstance you do not drink, you leave it as an accidental bracha lavatala and a passive sin of not drinking after making a blessing, rather than uh, saving the bracha lavatala, breaking the fast, which is an active act and it's intentional as well. Uh, that, that's what you need to do. The best thing would be to avoid all this is to drink a lot of fluids already starting now, uh, days before the fast, uh, except for coffee. If you're a coffee drinker, reduce the amount of coffee you drink over the next few days, uh, increase the amount of water you drink over the next few days, and then hopefully, even in the middle of the night on Tisha B'Av, you'll be uh, an, uh, an lubricated enough that you will not need to get up in the middle of the night and forget that it's a fast day. Even better than that would be that Mashiach comes, and the fast day will not be a fast day, it'll be a celebration, it'll be transformed. Tisha B'Av will be transformed into a yontav, into the yont of, of welcoming Mashiach. May that happen speedily in our days. Amen. Amen, amen. Right.